Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, I just unmuted you. Can you hear me okay? Hello. Okay, five two zero number, you are unmuted. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Testing one, two, can you hear me?
Hello, can you hear me? All right, well, how are you doing? I'm fine. Well, that is good. It's what you know. Yep. Next time I'm going to stay home and do like everybody else. They must have just stayed home. There's one person on the call, but I guess they're just listening. Yeah, but she um she must be the one down there. Yeah. 
All right, someone else just dialed in. Can you hear me? Okay. Can you hear me okay? Stop hitting control six or whatever that is. I unmute brother, you. Brother Washington. Did you intend to mute yourself? Yes. Okay. Then I'll allow you to do that, sir. You are muted. Okay. Would you open us with the word? to get connected. I had been holding on the line for a while, and I just hung up and tried again. So, I'm in. Okay. But let me ask you, did you press star six or whatever that was? I did not. I did not. Okay. Got it. You are unmuted. If you want to mute yourself, press whatever they told you that you wanted to press, you know. Okay, then. Thank you. All right. Well, yeah, so looks like... um, the last time we met was the 26th of February. Someone else just joined us. Okay, 426 number, you are unmuted. Hi, this is Erica Harbin. Sorry, I'm leaving a meeting. Heading to another one. Oh, I understand. Yes. And so it, the last meeting that we had was the 26th of February. Uh, next is uh, looking at the lessons for uh, May 2019, which is, you know, our lessons for next month. And there are four Sundays in May. Do you have the first one? Yeah. All right. 
All right. Okay, the first one is called to righteousness, and we're coming out of Romans chapter 3, verses 21 through 31. And um, in the beginning of this chapter, the untransported for us, Paul makes it clear that all of humanity is sinful. And so, um, but he gives us some good news in that those first few verses that uh, we can have salvation to be cut. So then when it comes down to uh, the portion, the French portion of our lesson, um, it, it's pretty much kind of going over the same thing, like the, like the word that says this song, we don't need to forget. And it, it tells us that all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. So it's just all of us all have sinned. Then the only way we can be justified is through the redemption that we get through Jesus Christ and his sacrificial atonement like his blood. And so um, and it goes on to say we can't boast about anything but no kind of works of uh, goodness we can do to get that free gift. It's a free gift. And it gives cost. But it's a free gift to us, and we cannot earn it in no kind of way. Um, and the only way that we can, can get it is our faith through Jesus Christ of what uh, God did through him for us. So that's pretty much uh, what the lesson is talking about. And then he goes on and says that, um, you know, from the beginning, the Gentiles, it may seem like we weren't included, but we were. It, it, it's just that the Jews was given the uh, they was given the, the revelation of God's word, and they were supposed to be the one that carried it out into the world, so that all mankind could be saved. But since they kind of did fulfill their task, then uh, God included the Gentiles. But we were included from the beginning, just for this process of time of getting getting it done. So um, that's pretty much what the lesson is talking about. And it talks about that uh, God gave you the law, but there wasn't no one that could follow the law or keep that law. They, they couldn't keep it no matter how hard they tried. And by not being able to keep that law, so we can never meet God's sense. And so that's why we had to send Jesus. Because it started out there were just ten commandments. By the time Jesus arrived, it's something like six hundred and something. But man
chapter, and we're going to look at the first 14 verses. The key verse, there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And it says here, um, the early church was now challenged with accepting a new approach to righteousness that does not require specific religious, rituals, diet, or bloodlines. All are accepted who are in Christ Jesus. Those who had worked hard to fulfill the previous requirements were resistant to this new theology. Romans chapter 8 is Paul's eloquent discourse on how the previous beliefs of separation are of no effect. All are and all are justified by the faith they have in Christ Jesus. This was the true gospel, the good news. And so that's the lesson for May 12th. The next one is May 19th. I don't know if you have anything. So it's called The Call of the Gentiles. And it's from Romans, the 11th chapter, uh, verses 11 through 24. The key verse, do not boast over branches. If you do boast, remember that it is not you that supports the root, but the root that supports you. And that's from Romans, the 11th chapter, the 18th verse. And it says that Paul is now speaking to the Gentile believers in Rome. Paul has admonished his fellow Jews and encouraged them to receive the Gentiles without thought of mandating Jewish practices such as circumcision. His message to the Jews is such that they could be envious that God has embraced the Gentiles because God's own children refuse to believe. That's the lesson for May 19th, the third Sunday in May. The next lesson will be May 26th, called to new life in Christ. It's from Romans, the 12th chapter, uh, and it comes from verses 1 through 8, the key verse. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. And that's from Romans, the 12th chapter, the first verse. The Apostle Paul is now sending out an appeal, giving a clarion call to change. He has fully explained how Christians can function in this new life of gift of justification through faith. They have been informed the Mosaic Code that included elaborate directions on sacrifices and other cultic observances are ineffective in cleansing in the cleansing of sin. The gospel now invites believers to present to present their bodies as a living sacrifice. So those are the lessons for May. And if we were to skip down um, under unfinished business, our adult activity of our book club, uh, the selection is entitled The Wake of the Wind, 
It's by J. California Cooper. Uh, it was written back in 1999, and it talks about this being her third out, third novel, and then it goes on to give some insights about it. The fact that it's set in Texas right after the Civil War, and uh, it kind of captures what life was like just after the Civil War ended. At least what life was like for African Americans right after the Civil War ended. Our next fifth Sunday is June 30th. Um, and, you know, I was brainstorming earlier trying to come up with possibly something that we could do in the fellowship hall with the youth and with the kids. And um, I am open to suggestions. Anything pop to anybody's mind? It was overcome by then. So, anybody have any thoughts on what we could do for um, June 30th? Friday, right? Sunday. This Sunday. Oh, What was the question? You have ideas for what? I yeah. Ideas I for. Ideas for something that we could do with the youth the next fifth Sunday. Oh, we have a fifth Sunday this Sunday? No, I'm sorry, Sunday, I don't know what they did. The next fifth Sunday is the 30th of June. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm trying to pay attention. You're doing a good job. So, any any. Thoughts come to anyone's mind as far as what we could do? I don't know. One of my students came um, even Sunday asking where they're going to play Kahoot. So, I don't know. Oh, they like Kahoot? Mm -hmm. So, you think we'd be able to make up a Kahoot that would be like a review of all the lessons that we've done this quarter? Um, we should be, shouldn't we? So if each teacher were to come up with two questions, that are like a multiple choice kind of format, then they could all be entered in to Kahoot and they could actually play that on um, that fifth Sunday. And that would be a review you know, of the lesson. And actually, it would be in kind of a pause mode so that after each question, it would allow further discussion and expounding on why the answer is what the answer is. You know, instead of it just going through like automatically one after another, you can actually have it stop and wait for you to say, yep, we're ready for the next question. But in that in-between time, you could actually have some discussion about it, about that question. So what do you think?
And so what do you think would be a good number of questions, like maybe 20 questions? Okay. Um, so this is for June, right? Yes, 30 June. But it's covering um, these lessons that we're doing now for, for the months of May, April, and March. Okay, March, April, May. Then yes. you're not going to do it until the end of June. But what are you trying no, to say? Also, you want to also include the ones in June as well. So just go yeah. March through June. That's that's doable. I have to think about our young people. We probably just need to do May and June. I wouldn't take them back to April. You're not going to do it until because you're talking about two months for them to retain the information. Okay, whichever month or months you decide to write your question for, that's fine. Um, but I'm taking them back. I mean, are you going to do it for the whole church or just the young people? Uh, as far as I understand, the, the whoever whomever's in the fellowship hall. So I can't just okay. say for the young people because we have some adults that are back in one of the classes back here as well. Okay. Okay. But, you know, in the questions I'm going to write, I'm taking them all the way back to March. But it's up to each individual teacher as far as the questions that you choose or the questions that you write. Okie dokie. Yeah. All right. Well, who's going to consolidate all that? Do we have a volunteer or are we just going to let it default on the person that's speaking right now? You just want us to send you the questions, right? Yes. What? Yes, and can you possibly send me the questions by the 23rd of June? Okay. But uh, we will be reminded again, I'm sure. Yes, you will. Okay. Uh, matter of okay. fact, on the 27th of May, you'll get a reminder at our next meeting. Yes. Okay. All right. So um, the next thing here is our church school convention. Uh, at the district conference that we had down in um, Aniston at Gaines Chapel, uh, presiding elder Hunter uh, wanted that it be youth-centric by being planned by the youth. Um, I asked three of our youth to help represent St. John in that planning, and I'm going to send out an email uh, asking the same for each of the other from each of the other churches, as well as sending dates um, for a conference call where they can um, do their planning. And uh, I actually plan to send that out tomorrow, but I was going to inform everybody about that uh, today. The church school convention is going to be on the 8th of June. Um, it's going to be at Grant Chapel in Birmingham. So it's June 8th, 
down at Grant Chapel in Birmingham. And I'm sure as we get closer, we'll get more information about it in the bulletin as well as maybe being mentioned in the announcements and stuff. And as far as um, registration and, and, and things like that. Okay. Yes. Um, so I'm looking on the back here where we would ask for folks who... Oh, let me ask you this. When you go back to Christian Education Congress, do we have the data, you know, now so that we can plan for it? You know, are they going to... Because last year when they did Christian Education Congress, um, and we were at, um, I guess, at the church over, we, church over in, Beth, um, in Bethlehem, they were, they had, you know, games, they had requested us to be in African dress. You know, what is the requirements for this year so that we can swing in early? I think you changed topics on me. Now, you know, I'm talking about Sunday School Convention. I think you jumped to CEC. No, no, no. I'm talking about Sunday School Convention because the last time we had it, Sunday School Convention, it was in Bessemer, Alabama, correct? at the church over in Bessemer, and we, they requested that we wear African attire that evening, correct? And we paid Kahoot in, the, um, in their fellowship hall. Isn't that what we and did family, last year? And Family Feud. That is what we did. And okay, well, I'm asking, I'm asking you. You're asking me before the planning has happened, though. I'm not able to tell you any other details other than it's going to be planned by our youth and by the youth from among all the churches. So I don't have those details to give to you yet. But as they evolve, I'll make sure everyone gets, gets the information. I just don't have it yet. So back up and explain something to me so I understand you correctly. You said it's going to be planned by the youth? Yes. Are our youth supposed to be doing something? Helping in the planning, the yes. Helping in the planning of the overall, yes. The presiding elder sent out kind of a little write-up in terms of the theme that he wants, the different parts of it that he wants. I think it's like the three Ps or something like that. But okay, do we, the details do we have of all that... The group, the details of all that is planned by the youth. But do we have that to share? You said the presiding elder sent out a message. I'll send you. I'll forward it to you in email. Thank you. But there's no, there's no meat on it. Is what I'm saying. So it's not like it's been um, built upon. He just sent the skeleton. There's no meat on it. But I'll send it to anyone that wants it, as well as during the planning, as it evolves, I'll send that out as well, so that everyone's informed. That's going to be the 8th of June. Mark your calendar. Now, you mentioned the Christian Education Congress. I know that's at the end of July, uh, and I definitely am not involved in the planning of that. 
you know, I usually find out what's happening when I get there. That's the 8th, 16th through the 18th, if I'm not mistaken, for CEC. I'm not even tracking those dates. You know, I'm just saying I'm not involved in that, other than I could possibly drive the bus down. But as far as what's happening during the whole thing, I'm not involved. I think Dr. Rowe is, but I, I know I'm not at this point. Well, you know, the next thing on our little agenda here is more so just looking at the uh, lessons um, reviewed for the newsletter for those lessons in June, those five lessons. And I'm kind of doubtful I get a volunteer that will write up something about one of them and have it ready to send in on Sunday when it's due. You know, I kind of doubt that. But now the very next one has to do with looking at those lessons for June and talking about them as a review at the beginning of our meeting the next time that we meet, which will be the 27th of May. There are five lessons. Any volunteers for any of the lessons? Okay, there's a 527 number that I just unmuted. I'm sorry, I didn't notice that you were muted. Okay. All right. I'm sorry about that. I was reading something on the, on the screen, and I, I just didn't notice that you were muted. Um, but we're talking about, you know, of course, just leaving kind of a little review of what the June lesson will be about. Um, the next time that we meet, which would be the 27th of May. Uh, usually, Sister Rivers takes yeah. the first Sunday. Would anyone else like to take a Sunday? Okay. All right. Now, we're on the front part of the agenda where we're looking at Reports and concerns. I know, well, kind of one report is that the primary class has a, um, is that like a whiteboard that they're using that they got from uh, Staples? Sister Parham? Yes, we do have a whiteboard. Okay. Now, any of the other classes, do you have a need for um, anything that would help you in terms of presenting your lesson or conveying your, your, your lesson? It's marker, but is it magnetic as well, Sister Parham? I don't know whether the the mic is magnetic, but I do know that it um, it also serves as a flip chart. That's why I thought it was um, it was very good. Oh, I see. So you can yeah, write on some of that paper and then just tear off. You know, and look at. 
It has a place for yes. you to hook the paper. I see. Yes. Yes. So it can, yeah, it can be both. Mm-hmm. That is good. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, anyone else um, have any have a concern or report about their class? Okay. What's your concern? Is this. When should we put all counting people? I'll leave that for the person doing the count. I don't know what I didn't hear what she said. When do we what? She was going to she was going to when should they cut off counting the number of people who are attending church school. And I just told them I'll leave it up to them to decide for their class. Because I'm sure, you know, it's all up and it's a different person counting each group too. Sometimes they hear more. Because I felt where I kind of looked at it like, okay, you know, we
or the five minutes that they're sitting that they actually engage and participate in the conversation. They might say something, they might not. They might get a, a point, but yeah, they are changing something too. Now, that was just my question. And then, of course, the question then comes up because some churches, when they count, they don't just count the people in the different classes. They actually count all the folks at the church during well, the time that it's happening. Well, now, if that's the way y'all want to do it, that's fine. I don't, but I, I, don't count, I don't count I don't count that way. I'm just saying how other churches count it. And, of course, their numbers are high because, yeah, you have Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm looking at the fact that, okay, we, we get another count for us to, you know, to report. If we turn it in, we I don't count the ones in the hallway and the vestibule and out in the parking lot and about to put the foot on the property. I don't count them. Uh-huh. But I, I, the reason I ask is because now I know there's some people that do here. It used to be in Sunday school, and, and I understand why they ain't because see, you got people like Jesse Johnson, and then Jesse usually would be in Sunday school, but see, he's doing patrolling now, so he oh, can't be in But Jesse. Actually, doing this patrol comes back here. This is a go class here. Okay. And he's part of that number. Uh-huh. If he so comes so through. I, I, I look at him like that yeah. for doing other stuff, but yeah. still, they usually yeah, he'll, he'll come through, same as Brother Williams. I mean, they'll come through, say a few words, run by whatever the lesson, and then they're gone. I, I was just wondering, how, you know, how should we do that? Should we count there, there's no, them? I'll leave it up. The long dudes. I'll leave it up to you. I don't want to. I don't want to. No, I don't want to dictate because another teacher may choose to count their class differently than what you decide to count in the sanctuary. So I don't want to. I don't want to limit it that way. That's starting to be all over the same thing. We think we're going to count this, count this. No. Each counts theirs the way that they count it. Which may not match up with the number that I count in my head. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. How do you ever get a, if I, you don't ever get a people? It don't. Sometimes our number matches, sometimes it doesn't. I just wonder, I'm like, well, how do we get, see, I know you got children, I put one thing, and then if I've got something else. So that's why I had. I count what's there when I come through, but I'm sure there are people leaving out after I come through yeah, and there are people coming in. Yeah. And so I. You know, that the number was there when I was there. Yeah. I it's not like, you know, they're locked in and engaged the whole time, you know. We got so much going on so sometimes you got this stewardess in there and they have leads on the spectrum. Yeah, but if they're in there and they're doing stuff and the lessons are in the air, the same with the musicians. The same with the people up in the balcony. Yeah. I cannot count them all because okay. they're hearing it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I was okay. trying to figure out how can I count them when you, you know, all over the place. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. Right I know. Okay. Any other thoughts from the folks uh, dialed in? Oh, I just had um, one thing, and that is trying to 
increase the number of Sunday school teachers. We're in dire stress. We are in dire stress. I don't know what to do. Now, does Sister Atkins, does she um, still come back and help you with teaching sometimes? Who? Kay Atkins. Yeah, she comes in back sometimes, but, you know, we really, you know, all of the kids, you know, regardless of, of the age, and the kids are growing up pretty fast. You know, we have everything from 12-year-olds to, you know, down to seven-year-olds in the class. We need, we need, we need teachers. Okay. With our youth Sunday school, maybe that's the question. That's what I'm saying. Well, okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree that we need more teachers. Uh, I think the challenge is finding reliable, qualified people. That's reliable. Yeah. Yeah. So you you have any that may be possible possible teachers and we can talk with them. suggestions on a better way for us to do Sunday school with our youth. Like, like what? I have no idea. That's what I'm asking. Putting it out there. Maybe, you know, put on our thinking caps. Maybe there's something else that we can do uh, with our youth in the form of, of church school. Okay, so I'm going to, I want you all to think about that during the month, and when we meet again on the 27th, hopefully someone will maybe have been given a thought or two from above of where yours comes from. Meditate on it and see what comes to you. And we'll talk about it again on the 27th. Is that acceptable? Sure. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Any, anyone else have a, like a concern or a report? Anyone else? Once, twice, I think that was the third time. And, um, I'm always open to, you know, the last item on the agenda. And, you know. Yeah. Now, you know, this, this past, well, two Sundays ago, Easter Sunday, you know, it, it kind of surprised me because in all my planning, I was thinking that we would not have church school. And I actually talked with Brother Miller because he was asking me, are we, are we not? I said, normally, you know, there's an Easter a program that's in the time frame that Church school would be, and then it turned out that we ended up having it. So I know for a lot of you, it may not have been part of your planning, but thank you. Thank you for coming through. Um, yeah, because it, it caught me by surprise as well. Thank you. Yeah. Open um, to that last item on the agenda called adjournment. Would um, someone online, you know, dismiss us with a word of prayer?
with someone in the room. I'll do it. Um, let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come right now to say thank you, Lord. Thank you just for another opportunity to wake in the land of the living. Lord, thank you for all that were present today, all ideas that were presented, Lord. We pray that you continue to bless and watch over this group as we try to make strides and effort to improve the church school program. Lord, we pray that you please send down blessings on us as we go about this, this way, Lord, and help us come up with thoughts and ideas that will help us enrich the Sunday school and make it grow. These many blessings we ask in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, good night, all. Have a good evening. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.